This is a HeadGum Podcast. You okay? Oh, buddy. <laughs> it sounded like you were uh, you were disappointed in something, and no. then you convinced yourself that it wasn't that big a deal. No, it's you know what it is. It's like ah, yeah, buddy. All right, this again. Oh, I like it. Hey, buddy, your beard is shorter. Yeah, I trimmed it all up. Looks great. Thank you, man. Sure. I instantly regretted it. Why is that? Um, you know, I thought. I thought that uh, <laughs> having a big old Bushman's beard uh, made me look a little gross. Dave DeBushman. Dave DeBushman. <laughs> and I felt a little gross, and I felt like, um, you know, I'm uh, the boyfriend of a pretty girl. And sure. It felt like... I mean, maybe I could have talked to her about it. <laughs> you I think I've talked. I've talked to her about it, and she's, I think it's just a pretty girl who you don't respect the opinion of that or... I don't talk to about <laughs> anything. Um, I just, you know, I, every once in a while, it, it was so big that I could like grip it. Uh-huh. I could give it a grip. <laughs> Hang on to it tight. <laughs> I could get a whole grip of my beard. Yeah. And get a whole I, grab of that face. A grab. I could get a grab of it and give it a tug, and I, and you know, I could really grab it. And um, every once in a while, I would go into the bathroom and I'd shave around the edges a little bit and clean her up. I don't need that sound. <laughs> not a fan of that right now. Not a fan of that. Um, no, I don't want that either. But you have the type of a beard that your beard never makes you look gross ever. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. And I think beard. you're right. And I think you, you're right. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, we get an hour and a half out of this for sure. Well, I think you're right. And, uh, <laughs> uh, a bit we'll find out if I think you're right again. And then I think you're right. Me and, uh, Zoya have talked about your beard behind your back. Yeah. Well, you texted me the other day or something mm-hmm. and said, we're talking about your beard. And yes. I think, I think that's sweet. What, what do you say? I want to hear about it. Well, I talk about how I'm kind of patches McGillicuddy, depending on what light you see me in. And uh, I had even when I started growing a beard, you have to grow it in certain areas and be patient. So other areas cover the areas yeah. where you're kind of jigsaw ish. OK, and you don't have that. You got good coverage, good shape. I do have good coverage and good shape. I will say that I'm a little not happy about this area here. I wish I had more of a connection. Well, you can grow. I have the same thing. He's pointing to his soul pack, the soul pack. Uh, and you can just grow that out. So it covers more. Yeah, area. I've grown. I guess. Yeah, I get. I think the soul patch gets to a point where I, um, it gr- it starts to become like a hair hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like with with like twelve fingers, and they all go in like different directions. Yeah. And then uh-huh. I get like a little worried about it, but I've never really let my soul patch grow long. Do you put anything in it? In the soul patch. In your beard in general. Yeah, I, I when I when it was real bush bush boy, when it was well uh, when it was really bushy recently, I have this stuff called Honest Amish, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, beard wax, and uh, so it's like a balm. It's a balm, yeah, and it and it smells kind of spicy. I like the balms. And uh, Bree Bree enjoyed it. I Great, she enjoyed the smell of it, and it it kind of gives a, your beard a shine. It gives it like a little bit of a yeah. 
it looks, keeps it together. It gives it like a coat, nice coat. Yeah. I you like know? the stuff that you put in. It's always good to have a couple days where you don't put anything in it. Yeah. To let it breathe and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But then it's not when you get out of the shower, you put like a like a earl. Yeah, you could put a little earl in there. Or like a bale. Yeah, an earl or a beer. And then whatever <laughs> when everything dries, it's just nice. Yeah. It's a nice situation. Yeah. I like your beard a lot. You've got like Thanks, a beard man. curtain. <laughs> <laughs> you got like a face veil. I do. It is like a face veil. I like it. You've got a you got a nice distance on your beard. I sure. like that a lot. I like Any your mustache. Longer than this, it starts to look crappy. How big have you let your beard get? Uh, ever. I remember seeing a vine once of myself from like four years ago, and I was like, well, "That's too much. That's too long and too much." Do you like where it's at right now? I think so. I miss. I I think I blew it by trimming her down a little bit. Oh, your shit grows pretty fast. It grows kind of fast, yeah. I mean, it's just it's weird because like I forget that like you know without a beard you get to tell what shape your face is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I grow mine out so I have a chin. Yeah, exactly. Me too. To and get it, the illusion of a chin. <laughs> it really does give you the illusion of like a good chin. Yeah. And I re- I forgot how round my face is mm. without it, and so I feel uh, not so great. But you know when I dress up a little bit and put on like a nice Burt Nerp. <laughs> A, nice, Burt a little Burt Ernie, <laughs> yeah. a Burt Nerpy. <laughs> uh, it looks nicer because you can kind of see my neck more. And, yeah. But uh, I regret it. I think I think I'm going back to Big Bird. <laughs> Burt Nerp with Big Bird. Yeah. With yeah. my Big Bird. Yeah, a good Muppet face. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. You're good. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I, I just look in the mirror and I see something I don't want to right now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's my own problem. But, Mike, I'm back. <laughs> You're I'm back. back. <laughs> yeah, man, we missed you. And I missed you. And I haven't listened to the entire episode. But well, I listened you don't to necessarily need any relationship advice. Well, no. I get, well, you know, I think everybody could use relationship advice, especially from such a solidly relationship-locked couple. Oh, man. I'm in a good situation. Yeah, you're in a great situation. I'm very uh, envious of that. Why is that? Well, because I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I, I, uh, I, I am, I mean, come on. I think all of us are jealous. All of your friends are jealous of the relationship you have. If I thought that, I would just stop talking to my friends. I don't need friends to be jealous of me. But it's not a it's not a dangerous jealousy. Doesn't matter. It's and it's not even like a you know I'm not like jealous in a way that like I'm upset. I'm uh-huh. jealous and like man I want that someday. I get it. It's like it's a it's like jealousy with a dash of envy, but with a massive dash of proudness and respect. I like that. Well, Zoya loves you so much. Yeah, and I love Zoya. She's so fucking great, yeah. and she's funny, man. She's you, a funny you got chick. the gold mine there. Yeah, man. Um, Don't let her listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. Listen to all the compliments okay. because she'll just throw them in my face and I'll hate it. Oh, okay. And she'll be like, remember when Steve said? Yeah, like next time I don't laugh at one of her jokes, she'll be like, well, <laughs> if you uh, if you fast forward to five minutes in your last podcast, you'll hear Steve say, and I don't want that. Well, I loved her, uh, her, her saying that she pulled out of nowhere, which I don't know if it is a real saying or not, but I loved it. Which? What what was it? It was like if you don't lie, nobody cries or something <laughs> like something that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't lie, nobody cries. Yeah, well, I think that's a know. great. I think it's a great. Not only is it great advice, 
a great saying, but also I think it should be a t-shirt for sure. It should be a t-shirt. Like you guys were saying. Most of the things that she says could be t-shirts. doesn't mean anyone will buy them. No. But they would fit on a t-shirt. But I think we need to definitely, yeah, it would definitely, like you could put that on a t-shirt. I think you really could. I also enjoy a television show that we should pitch. You could put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Wednesday. You know what time it is. Mike Falzone and I traveled the globe <laughs> looking for all sorts of things that you could put on a t-shirt. <laughs> the intro is like us traveling the world and you pointing to mountains. And, and you, and, and you, you not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, either, either, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's me pointing at a mountain excitedly, yeah. and you're like arms folded. <laughs> no, not that one. And then cuts to like me pointing at like the Great Wall of China, yeah. and you're like, no, Mm-mm. no. And then there's one where I point at like it's a, a small cr- car. Yeah, a small car with like uh, or like a crab with a cigarette. <laughs> and then you go, yeah. <laughs> and then it shows us wearing it. Mike and Steve traveling the world. They can put anything on a t-shirt if it works. Will you buy the t-shirt? Would that go on a t-shirt? That probably wouldn't go on a t-shirt. But you would buy it anyway. <laughs> I said you would buy, buy it, it anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's no good theme music anymore. Right? No, there isn't. Everything in the 90s like had to have one guy and a k- keyboard who yeah. would write the theme music. Yeah. And do 12-part harmony on every part, on the most important parts of the song. Yeah. And that's not, that's a lost art. Dude, I, um, Danny from The Office shared this video, um, with us, Danny Rosenberg. She's wonderful. has been featured on the uh, SourceFed a couple of times. She's wonderful. Um, man, she took care of me. She takes care of everybody. She really does. She's an adult. She is an adult. She's dude. a good person. She's an adult. She's yeah. a she's a very professional adult. She certainly is. And um man, she so took care of me. She like when the when the health care stuff was like ending and I had no health insurance because I'm a part time employee. Yeah. Um, she was like hitting me up on her own time at the office, like going like Hey, are you gonna get covered, or do you do you have information? Like, come up, come to my office, and let's get some information. Let's get you down. Like, let's figure out a good plan for you. Yeah. And she was like sitting there with me and doing it with me, and I was like, "This is the kind of shit my mom would do with me." Yeah. And I would expect it and appreciate it, not Danny. Right. And so I thought that was great for her to go above and beyond and do that. So a little yeah, shout out to Danny. She's very maternal. She certainly she is. She is kind of like the office mom. She really is. Not kind of like she is the office. She's the mom. office who, mom. Who yeah. would it be if it wasn't her? I mean, no one. No it's one, her. I mean, without her there, the place would fall the fuck apart. I really feel like it. You know what I, I really like about? She's in the room. Uh, comment commentary is kind of her thing. Is it? She kind of like produces that. Oh, is this that? That's what she's doing now. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, she gives no one in that building really gives any kind of direction. Yeah, and she'll like stop us dead. Uh, and she'll restart us to get what she wants. Yeah. And uh, that's so good. And that's so important that like, it doesn't matter how talented the people are in front of the camera. Yeah. If you have somebody who can give like good, clear, helpful direction, that's like invaluable. It absolutely is. And she's like that. And you know, not to get too deep into the bowels. Well, don't get too deep. We won't get too deep. Steve. 
But I will say, I'm not going to get too deep, but I will say that, you know, in the glory days of SourceFed, whenever you want to call it that, what I call it is the glory days. Last week. Uh, literally last week, uh, we, we would have someone behind the camera telling us that something we did was wrong or, or good or keep doing that or let's do that line again, but don't talk over Joe and or do yeah. that line again or Elliot laugh at that joke and, you know, things like that, because then it was like, you know, not it, it really helped us build our friendships up and then it helped us be more professional and mm-hmm. and uh, all that went bye bye, I think, for a yeah. while. Very helpful. It's good to hear that Danny's doing that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but the thing I was going to bring up was was Danny shared this video with the editors a while back, and it was, um, it was the guy who scored the Seinfeld. Yeah. Music like yeah. the guy like you know the Seinfeld theme right the yeah that thing so the guy that like scored it is like out of his fucking mind he's like oh, this weird, weird like oh, I just love scoring music <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's just one of my favorite things like you know the the reason why there's all those like sounds and stuff is like they're my all all my own voice I'm doing like the Oh, really? Like, yeah, he, they're all his voice sounds synthesized into his, like, little stuff there. Yeah. And then he, like, plays it all. And he's like, and I play it to the to, to Jerry's stand-up. I play it, like, the way he talks. So the theme song is almost like the way Jerry talks, which is, like, fucking madness. Interesting. Like, I don't understand, why, like, a how. How? And explain. But but anyway, I think that I thought that video was so funny. We were laughing so hard in the editor's room. I was like, man, I want to create a nuclear family character that's like a guy that used to score old 80s TV theme songs yeah, yeah, yeah. and have him be the guy behind like all of like the real like 80s sounding ones like the perfect strangers theme song mm-hmm. and like family ties yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and just ha- and make up this real weird guy that did that and then have him like try to survive in this post theme song <laughs> world and and like go like well here's a track where that i tried to do for modern family <laughs> right. and it sounds like a 90s sitcom or something you right. know so or like the the new like uh transformers movies or something like that yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> something very dramatic right really? They tried to hire me for Split, but I think they did it accidentally. <laughs> yeah, but the track's great. Here it is. And it's just, yeah, it's some kind of like, sometimes you got seven personalities. Seven personalities. <laughs> sometimes you fall in love with the wrong guy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But life's gonna be okay. Don't, it's gonna be a sunny day. Cause you're Split. so i wanted to do this character but i never i mean nuclear family is canceled it's gone yeah um we have like three sorry about that thanks man how do you feel about that it's bittersweet because i think there's a, a part of me that feels like man i really got to run rampant and do like a bunch of weird shit and we've always i mean ever since Benjamin Franklin time traveler, the very first one back in the early days of SourceFed. You know, I I personally have always wanted to do sketches on the SourceFed channels for a very long time. And Mm -hmm. Lee uh, came from a sketch comedy improv background and uh, and Joe also. And, um, you know, they all really wanted to, like, do sketch comedy. And so the idea of sketch comedy and SourceFed being married together and working it was always a dream of ours so the fact that we actually kind of got to do it too late in my opinion because you know we didn't have joe we didn't have lee um 
but we still, I mean, Bree and Matt were great, obviously, as well. But um, it seemed like that happened for such a short amount of time, though. Yeah. No one, I well, don't think that people, I don't know whose decision anything is. Yeah. And I don't really care yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't think, in general, not even pointing at just them, but I don't think people give online stuff. I don't think the people, the not creative people, the people higher up, they don't give online stuff enough of a chance time-wise. They're like, yeah. we'll we'll try it for a little bit, and if it's not working, we got to do something else. But they have no idea yeah. what the next thing is. Yeah. You know, so they're just like going from thing to thing to thing. And like, of course, something is going to be hot when it first comes out. Yeah. And then it's going to simmer down a little bit. And then it's like, it's up to you to keep it going. And even if something has like a cult following, it's up to you to like cultivate that and like stir that and see where you can go and see where you can grow that. Yeah. But people are like, oh, it's not doing as good as it was when it first happened. Let's get rid of it. And that doesn't make any sense. I, that, and that is the mentality in the YouTube world, <laughs> I feel like. It's very much like if this isn't working in a month, we are done. That's why no one takes anything seriously. Yeah. And 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 that's why all of your favorite YouTubers have all tried like 12 new different things that like work out or don't in different degrees because I feel like either there's outside money invested in it in the project that runs out mm -hmm. or there's a lack of interest from uh, uh, brands or companies that want to give us money or there's just no money or there's just not enough resources to keep on doing something and yeah. for whatever reason it is. But um, I mean, that's the unfortunate business part about SourceFed or about YouTube, mm. about YouTube in general, which is, you know, if you, if you can't sustain it on a minimal budget, you can't expect it to go past a year yeah. really. And that's why you kind of had to have so many other things going on. It's right. So you could like, even if it's a personal channel, like, um, I think it's kind of understood now that I do whatever I want, you know? And the, the understanding is that like, regardless of what it is, it may not be the exact same thing every week, but there'll be something every Tuesday, you know? And like, there's no, obviously it's not costing me anything to right. run my own personal channel. Right. Not, I don't have to pay for health insurance for anybody. So I, I have the artistic ability to do whatever I want as right. long as I make money to eat somewhere else. Right. But I can't imagine like running a company where you need to like appease all these people and people have no idea it's what tough. it takes to like, write stuff or make yeah. stuff and they yeah. just see numbers and like either the numbers aren't here or the numbers are here and we're going right. to decide to keep going based on that. Well, and you want to like expand when you grow and, and I think there was a time when you put on a t-shirt, <laughs> you put on a t-shirt, uh, you could put that on a t-shirt, uh, <laughs> expand but, when you grow. Yeah. Expand when you grow. <laughs> and I think the, there's always the need to, the, it's, it's just natural to want to branch out and, uh, try new things when uh, your business is doing well. And I think for a time, like SourceFed was doing so well that we could try all sorts of things like Super Panic Frenzy and Nuclear Family and People mm -hmm. Be Like and all these like offshoot umbrella SourceFed offshoots. Yeah, you know? a lot of people um, don't remember the, the blue wall videos. No, they don't remember the blue wall videos and they don't remember uh, my Blue Radar show. No. Which was a show... <laughs> Steve's Blue Radar, <laughs> which was me talking about Blu-ray releases. <laughs> and I would pull down a fake periscope and go, let's see what's coming on this week. Short-lived. I wish we had the budget to make these and insert them into our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, oh, the we idea is... Up, man. Why? 
Two weeks ago, we were like we were gonna make fake. Oh, I know, I know, but you, I, it was my fault. You can blame it on me no, because your I fault got for sick. Being sick. Well, I got sick yeah, and it threw you, a wrench into it. Sick. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, I <laughs> still want to do that. We still should do the we'll the do fake week ad reads. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, all good things come to an end, including <laughs> this rock we're floating on eventually. And uh, you know, even even if we love those things very much, it doesn't mean that you know there's going to be a constant flow of money to to afford to pay for these things and uh you know that's that's what's gonna happen everything dies yeah everything including the rivers and the oceans you're trying so desperately hard to save right and those will be dead soon and that's kind of what we want to talk about today that's what this episode's all about it's all about why should we care about things that will die anyway think of the thing picture it close your eyes and think of what you love the most (laughs) and then think about how that's gonna go away (laughs) either you or that (laughs) (laughs) or this or this also uh i quit this (laughs) now (laughs) i think though mike eventually um because we've talked to people about turning because this show dynamic banter thankfully costs us also nothing yeah to to produce it's just we've bought the equipment i believe it's already paid for itself with some ad revenue sure which i thank you guys thank you very uh, much for listening for listening and also for using our codes and uh, hopefully you guys are using the stuff we throw at you because that helps us out a lot. And there's a, a handful of people who just dump a bunch of uh, money in an envelope and they put it in the mail to us once a week. That's right. And we can't thank them enough either. Yeah, and it's weird that it's covered in blood sometimes. Some but of it's I don't covered in ask. blood. I'm not going to ask. It's like if you won't take the time. What keeps happening? You're going to worry about it not a lot. I'm You're going to worry about it less. I'm having trouble figuring out what you're saying now. You're going to worry about it. Not a lot. Okay. Get myself in the mindset. But I think the idea I'm trying to say, I'm trying to convey here is, is that, you know, we've been in talks with people about turning this into like an actual show or like a touring show or something. Starring two other people. Starring two (laughs) other people. (laughs) Two more popular, polished people who have more subscribers. British, (laughs) good looking boys. It's it's uh, Dean Dobbs <laughs> and uh, who's a hairy version crab sticks crab st- <laughs> <laughs> yeah dynamic uh, banter yeah but benta um, <laughs> benta <laughs> we're going to talk about cheese uh, <laughs> but I feel like if we did get to make this into like a series somehow we would do things like little bits and commercials absolutely and like, like our put, put it on a t-shirt thing we were just talking about we would have shot that yeah and then in the middle of our discussion you would have seen the intro and that's everything. what the show is yeah. and then to tie it into what we were talking about before to be realistic about everything that show as good as it might be is going to get canceled at some point. <laughs> yeah exactly and also those guys doing it me and mike dead. will die so dead yeah we'll die and there's like the type of dead where there's there's no coming back no one's gonna care about dave and ross in like a hundred years i would if i was alive i'll be dead but if I was alive in a hundred years, I would absolutely still care about Dave and Ross. Well, what's next for Dave and Ross? What happens next with with that man? Um. Well, with nuclear family gone, I believe that's it. Can you not do that anywhere else because you did it on nuclear? Can we even talk um, about this? No, we can talk about it. Um, I mean, I I don't know the logistics of. 
the character. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a discovery owned creation now, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure I could discuss it. The possibilities of doing more things with that character on SourceFed or something. Sure. Uh, I mean, and I think that that you know the the possibilities of doing sketch like things are not completely off the table. We just won't be making like a sketch a week or whatever like we yeah. used to. But there's like three more sketches coming out, I think, or maybe two more. Not counting the one that just went up with Lee as a witch, which I think, which I think was really funny. But oh, I didn't see that. Yet. Uh, you got to see it; it's real good. Um, is there another a third episode of the Batman cartoon coming out, or is that done? I think it is. I think it's being worked on. Maybe so we don't quote me on three, that. Yeah, but I, I don't th- know what they feel. Like yeah, I think it is coming, but I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, one sketch coming up is I'm really proud of that I did. I wrote with Bree, and um, it's real weird and, and gross and. Uh, <laughs> Fucked up and <laughs> I, uh, strange. I was filming something with Skybound the other day. Uh, something, it was a show uh, that they're making that corresponds with Walking Dead episodes that come out. Uh-huh. And uh, it's like we're at a bar and uh, they have a specialty bartender and she makes a cocktail that corresponds with the Oh, episode. I think Bree's done Bree that. Bree hosted show. a yeah. couple. Yeah. Uh, and they were talking about her. And they were saying, like, we can't say this, this, and that because, you know, our last host said this, this, and that. And they were just like, Brie, do whatever. And then they had to reel her in, you know, like, right. like you do. Right. And uh, and somebody said, oh, I didn't know Brie was, like, that blue. And that in the comedy oh, world, yeah. that means, yeah. like, talking about gross stuff. Yeah. And I was like, how much time have you spent? <laughs> Brie can get real gross. Yeah, I'm impressed uh, with with how far she'll go for the joke. It's yeah. it's pretty cool. She'll like she she like straight up makes excuse me. She straight up makes like poop and pee jokes. Like she did this image on her Instagram where she's like she's like laying in a, pu- a puddle of her own piss. <laughs> and it's like a Donald Trump like picture, like a supporting Donald Trump picture. All right. Uh, and she uh, excuse me again. And she also did. Uh, it was her idea to have foreskin be a part of the witch video that we just did too. <laughs> So yeah, she's a real such an important element when you're talking <laughs> about witches. Yeah, but Brie Brie doesn't. She's got that versatility where you feel like, oh, she just looks like a sweet girl who's yeah. just wants to talk about makeup, maybe or like some shows or TV programs, and then the next thing you know, she's like, no, I smoke weed and I like punk rock things, and also let's let's talk about gross pussies. <laughs> gross. Welcome back to Gross Pussies, <laughs> <laughs> the new show. We're gonna work on the title. <laughs> Um, so Mike, uh, yeah. so it was, it's been at least a week since the last episode of dynamic banter and I was very sick Yeah, and then I got better. I feel partially responsible cause I was sick on your couch. I mean, we were you might've and... been partially responsible, but also the source fed office is like a fucking germ. A germ. Like no it, one's ever cleaned that building. No, I don't think so. I mean, there is a cleaning crew that comes in, but God knows how deep they get in there. I, mean, I think I, they walk around once. I feel like Lee came in for tissue Ben Franklin time traveler. And she was like, I found a toothbrush that was mine four years ago. <laughs> like, I'm going to so, let you keep talking. And I'm just going to show you a picture. Okay. So, um, but yeah, the source fed office is literally like a fucking gross germ hive. Of it's people like, that are just like sick all yeah, the time. It's, it's, ger- it's a pile of germs with a door. <laughs> yeah. And there's cockroach. Uh, Ooh, I love cockroach. <laughs> Cockroach actually hosted a show called Cut Scar. my life into pieces. <laughs> That's the cockroach, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, 
Here's one. Why don't you... Uh, is Kaka Roach going to be at Coachella this You year? know, sometimes for the hard of hearing, they have... Uh, oh, no, no, no. What is it? it? It can't possibly be for the hard of hearing. Hearing but, impaired? No, no, no. But it's for like uh, people who don't have great sight. Under some Instagram photos, they'll like explain what the photo is. What? You know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like for people who can't see very well? See very well. They'll, they'll like underneath the photo... They'll kind of describe what it, I've seen it. I don't know exactly why, but I've I've seen it. But do they wait? Is there like a hashtag to indicate that they're, that's what they're doing? Or I'm, I'm above my pay grade here. Because I feel like grade. Just, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I feel like descriptions under a photo is a pretty normal thing. And, but it's a description like of exactly what you're seeing. Yes. Oh, I don't know why you do it, but I wanted you to do it for for this picture. Oh, no, I've seen this. You posted this somewhere. Did you post this somewhere? I think I just sent it to you. I sent, you it, to sent you it to you on me. a day that I was mad. You sent it to and me. And I was like, this is... this is." Dude. <sighs> I don't get that. I don't get leaving food around the office. I don't get... Uh, I don't think this is the proper <laughs> avenue to, to air my grievances. <laughs> but I also don't care. I don't... As an adult, I don't, I don't get half of that stuff. Well, you know, people are gross and old habits die hard is the sequel to die hard. with. I don't think if you're the type of person who will just leave used razors and food around the office, I don't know that I need to be nice to you to coddle (laughs) you out of that (laughs) habit. Like, I don't know that I care about your bad, but it's also not your job to be like, uh, you should clean that. Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. not. And I also won't touch it because I like um, almost no hepatitis in my body. Um, I'm I'm gonna throw someone under the bus, but but this will give you guys a little bit of insight. Although maybe they cut it out. Never mind. I think they cut it out. Just cut it out. I think in an, we don't in, need to talk about any specific people. Okay. Just cause... know that sometimes shit is gross, and <laughs> I, Mike Falzon specifically, uh, don't like it. <laughs> there was a Santa Steve, like for this year's Santa Steve, I roasted someone about their food being left out and it was like really funny and everyone was laughing on set and then I think it didn't make it into the final cut. Yeah. But. That's okay. But it felt, it felt kind of good to roast that person. Cathartic? Is that what catharsis Yeah, is? it was a little cathartic. <laughs> um. So, uh, so anyway, I was sick for like a week tops and then i and then i had like a three-day period where i was like fuck yeah and i went to go see split again i took uh owen and my buddy laureen to go see split nice and then um i shot i shot the my final nuclear family sketch um and i did all this active stuff and feeling great feeling fine and then yesterday i start feeling like my nose Someone turned the faucet on yeah. upstairs, yeah. and I just started leaking nose everywhere. Yeah, that's and not I great. now it's not going away, and it was like it's very awful right now. Like I'll it's tell ba- you, dude. I'll tell you where people go wrong. Where and is I it? do it. Everybody does it. It's like when you have a cold, you'll do anything to get rid of that. You'll like start taking vitamins. Yeah. You'll start doing whatever, and then like the day you start feeling better, you stop doing all that shit. And the key is to like keep taking vitamins, rose hips, even when echinacea, you feel better, yeah. like two or three days afterwards, because it just like just because you're feeling better doesn't mean you're totally. Good. I think you're right to a degree. I think my <clears throat> my thing is I don't like super overload on like vitamins and things like that. I just get like a Zycam and I spray it up my nose. Yeah, why put vitamins in your body? Uh, like, fuck that! I mean, there's, I've never been proven to help a goddamn person. 
You know what? I'll I never tell you heard what. one good thing about I guarantee, vitamins. I guarantee you, you can find all sorts of vitamins in a dead person's body, and it didn't save them from dying, did it? Siri, what <laughs> what kind of vitamins can you find in a dead person? <laughs> What was that about? So anyway, I'm back to this fucking cold. I think specifically what I did wrong was I, cause I had a, I had several days of just like being in bed those whole days, which is also like a very important thing. Like if you're sick, you really have to rest. Yeah. You really have to just drink your body weight in water the mm-hmm. entire time and just rest and let all the shit leak out and get gross for a couple of days. Get gross with it. Um, and you just gotta roll. blow your nose into your shirt sometimes. Blow your nose into your shirt. Get gross with it, but wash it when you're done. Um, but I think what I did was is I should have taken one more day to like just fully rest. Yeah. And I didn't. And so either it's back or I have some sort of allergy attack or something. I don't know because I don't feel the symptoms of a cold. Like my throat doesn't hurt. My head doesn't really hurt. It's just like my nose is just like running like a goddamn farset. Sometimes, I don't know, it comes and goes, man. But keep taking care of yourself. It'll go away again. All right. Well, listen, we're at the halfway mark of the show. And I think we talked about doing something a little bit different. Um... We have a pal who you guys may know named DJ Waldridge. Sure. And he has a podcast called Only uh, Stupid Things. Only Stupid Ideas. Answers? Only Stupid Answers. <laughs> wow, we're the worst friends ever. No, no, no. I've been on the show and I fucked up the title every time. Only Stupid. I've said it. Only Stupid Answers, maybe, is what it's called. Just one stupid. Just the tip. Just the stupid tip. Justice. League justice tips, <laughs> um, but also Sam Basher is on that show as well. But DJ, uh, who you guys know, has been featured on Source Fed a whole bunch, Superhero Roundup, and stuff like that. He's making a comic book, yeah. And he's uh, he he asked if he could come on the show and promote the book, and I don't see why not. I didn't. Well, see I why said not. no. Well, Mike said no, but then I said, how about we compromise and we just Skype him in? That way we don't have to have the giant freak in my home. That was my big thing. It's because you know how nervous I get around taller people. Well, he's a giant freak man, so <laughs> and he's terrifying. Uh, he's a very scary boy, and I don't know if you've met DJ in person, but the man's intimidatingly scary. I hate how average he's like, his hands are and how tall his body is. Yeah. Because like you're looking at his hands and you're like, I could take this guy. And then he stands up and you're like, I got no chance. Yeah. You know how when you like when when you put like, uh, you know, maybe like an apple when you stick a straw on an apple. You mm-hmm. ever done that? You stick your straw into an apple just as a joke. And Expecting like, juice. Drink apple juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you like pick the straw up. Uh, you pick the apple up by the bottom of the straw. This is such a specific. And then the apple like breaks the straw or at least bends yeah, the straw. Sure. It won't hold under the weight of it. I feel like that might happen to DJ because he's so tall. <laughs> and I'm worried about the midsection of his body. You're worried that maybe he doesn't have the core strength to support his own structure. C- yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk to him about it? I think we should talk to him about it. Um, so let's and let's maybe call we'll him get up. to the we'll get to the comic book eventually. But I'd really like to get to the bottom of this: is DJ too tall? Type situation. Is DJ too tall to be a product of society? 
Yeah. To contribute to society. You should have written these questions down. Oh, fuck. I don't prepare for this. I didn't prepare. Did you prepare? Do you take any of this show seriously? No. No, I don't. Hello? Hello. Oh, DJ, you put on your FaceTime, too. You didn't have to do that, but I'm going to look at you now. I can just do do, uh, a regular talk. Yeah, you can just talk. In in fact, if you want to turn off your camera, I don't know why you would. Oh, there it goes. It's gone. It's gone forever. Okay. Well, um, let me me move to uh, my vehicle. Okay, move to your vehicle. Um, So, is he going from a house to a vehicle? (laughs) Let me leave this building I'm in to get into a vehicle. Let me go run through a sprinkler. Let me go get into my car and drive while we talk on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) So I get most of my thinking done. Hey, DJ. I can't go talking in the office. No, you can't. Oh, you. So you're at. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I forgot to mention. DJ is currently yeah, at some of source us have fed working during the day. What are you working on right now? Oh, you know, a uh, a video about cock rings. A video about <laughs> cock rings. Johnny cock ring. <laughs> OJ Simpson's lawyer. Oh, uh, that's good. You got it. Johnny cock ring. <laughs> Johnny's cock ring. Dot com. Um. DJ, we were just talking about your podcast. Only the people forget. Only, only some people have bad questions. Yes, only only stupid answers. Only stupid, stupid answers. answers. Did we say only that? One? Answers. Listen, there are no dumb questions. I think we were calling it. Answers. I think we were calling it only stupid questions. Yeah, that's a common mistake, and that's wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we're sorry about that, DJ. But I, get it. I do get it. Um, what is your podcast about? Uh, whatever the hell Sam and I want to talk about at the time. Okay, great. So it's not just typically, about uh, comic books. It's typically it's about movies and TV and comics, but and sometimes ghosts. Oh, I'm going to ask a question that a lot of the audience is asking. Is it mostly nerd shit? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's all right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you hate nerd shit, would you hate your podcast? No. Well, this is coming from the guys that have a Cloverfield only podcast. Yeah, like I would hate that if I hated Cloverfield for sure. Yeah, I, I just just to uh, talk to you guys today, I made sure I rewatched both Cloverfield and Cloverfield Two. Oh, good. It's very important yeah. for dynamic banter that you have good. a working knowledge good. of Cloverfield, and you are also all caught up on Lost too, right? I, I of course I am. Also, uh, seven you... seasons was it seven? Six. Six. I just added an extra one in there. And also, you have. Well, how's your knowledge of bees? <laughs> you know, my knowledge of bees is limited. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, okay, I think well, we're going to have to cut you short. You know what? Let's power through this. <laughs> talk about your Kickstarter so we can get you out of Wait, here. Wait, hold on. Before you talk about your Kickstarter, I've got another question. What is it like being a real life It Follows? <laughs> being, you know, it's funny. Being the real life It Follows, it's, it's, uh, people are scared a lot of the time, surprisingly. Yeah. I yeah. I mean you I in the trailer for it follows there's a yes. very tall terrifying man that comes through the doorway and it's That's terrifying me. and I feel like you coming in through a doorway reminds me of that scene in the trailer Real and, quick Yes I know you guys probably don't go on tangents on your podcast Oh but... we definitely go on tangents I'm not a f- uh, we go on a, uh, I'm not a fan though Does it did it weird anybody else out in that movie that they made a big deal about it could be anybody. The It Follows thing could be anybody from your past, present, or future. And it didn't it wasn't anybody she knew ever except until until the end. Yeah, that was like, kind of weird. I feel I think the the biggest problems with that movie were really in kind of like 
them not letting us into the lore of the It Follows monster or entity. They didn't tell us what it is. They didn't tell us why it looks like certain things sometimes and why it can take the shape of, a, of someone you love. And they didn't really, like, give us much. And so it was just like, here, take this horror movie at face value without any lore or anything, which sometimes I appreciate because I don't, I don't necessarily like a hand-holdy movie where they're like where they explain everything to you but i think that movie needed just a little bit more just a just a scooch what how would you have felt if it was called it follows you on 10 cloverfield Lane? what What if it was called it's a little hard to follow (laughs) what if it was called stick with it you're gonna you're gonna get it you'll you'll get it we'll get you there that's, that's the movie title. We'll get there eventually. We'll get there. Um, DJ, I think as a movie boy, you might appreciate that I had to make a decision. I had to make sort of a tough decision this evening uh, between two events uh, happening yeah. at the same time in Hollywood that I had the opportunity to go to. Uh, but one of those movies was John Wick 2, and the yes, other please. one was Get Out. Ooh. And the so here's the thing. So I had the choice to see both of these movies tonight, but the Get Out event was going to be a screening and Q and A and um, a cocktail reception. And it's like uh, Chance the Rapper was going to uh, he's moderating between um, Jordan Peele and the cast of the movie. That's amazing. So it's like I think I mean I think I know I think you know what decision I made. But I can guess it was definitely kind of a tough decision, but we decided so- to record dynamic banter. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Was there any chance of meeting Keanu Reeves at the John Wick? Two? I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh-huh. honestly, if there was, I it would have made it an even harder decision because I've loved Keanu Reeves since the original Bill and Ted, which I saw in the theater as a young Billy. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And Ted Theater Logan. I'm, I'm a big fan of the John Wick. And the Keanu Reeves. Yeah, you know, I remember seeing John Wick the first time and thinking, what an overload of testosterone this movie is. There's way too much jizz all over the camera lens. And then um, and then I watched it again, like, last week to prepare for the sequel tonight. And yeah. um, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually really fun and really good, except the score is absolute trash. Can you give me that? Yeah, I don't even know if I remember the score. I just remember loving all the action. I, I My only complaint with John Wick is I don't know if it did a good enough job letting the audience in on the fact that it's a it's a joke. Like, it's supposed to be Yeah, fun I mean, I think, it, I think there's enough in it, but, you know, the score is just, like, the electric guitar music is just so bad. It's, like, very, like, you know, early Creed type stuff but um mike the elevator pitch for john wick is you have this man who um lost his wife um who he loved very much like at a theme park uh he lost her and could not find her a game uh no she she passed away from some terminal disease presumably cancer um and when he when he comes home from that from like you know burying his wife basically a delivery uh comes in the mail and it's a dog like a puppy and it was from his wife and it said and it was like basically her saying like well i you know i'm dying but i wanted to give you something else to love so oh, here's a dog for you movie. He, he gets the dog and he falls in love and that's with it, it. and, and it's a go. wonderful film about a man and a dog <laughs> a dog no well what ends up happening is is some terrible people see him driving around in his badass car and it's a great car and it's a really cool car and this guy is like how much for the car and he's like it's not for sale 
and he's like, everything's for sale. Um, this isn't really the elevator pitch, but basically what happens is... It's the movie. It's the premise of the movie. I'm just going to go through the whole movie for you here. Uh, what happens is, is these guys find his house, they break in, beat the fuck out of him, and then kill his dog. What? Why? And Because they're fucking terrible assholes. And um, so the next day the crooks that like took his car bring it to like a hot shop where they're gonna like hawk it or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and the guy who's there john leguizamo who's pretty cool in the movie says yeah. where the fuck did you get that car and they're like why does it matter where you got that fucking car and he's like that's fucking john wick's car and he's like you better fucking like you're fucked like you better give him yeah. his fucking car back and then so john leguizamo, leguizamo punches that guy and that guy is like the son of this fucking crazy fucking like overlord guy who's got like a fucking bunch of money and a bunch of like crooks in the city mm -hmm. and so that guy is like he calls up John Leguizamo and he's like I hear you punch my fucking son like what the fuck and it's like oh he's dead right and John Leguizamo's like yeah I did man because uh your son uh beat the fuck out of John Wick stole his car and killed his dog and then the guy's like oh shit and he hangs up, and basically he goes to his son and says, you made the biggest fucking mistake. John Wick was like our number one like assassin guy. So it's like Pretty Woman. It's like exactly like Pretty Woman. You made a big mistake. So much Huge. like Pretty Woman. Yeah, yeah. And so basically the whole movie, John Wick is just like hunting the guy that killed his dog and beat the fuck out of him. And it's like a crazy, it like goes into the world of like, assassins and there's like this really cool like kind of like universe they've built for yeah. there's like yeah. a secret assassin headquarter all the headquarters where all the assassins hang out and that sounds it's awesome cool. it's really really cool i didn't know anything well, about it currency the action's great and uh uh Score's but, but i so like suggest maybe a title change what if they called it a dog's purpose <laughs> <laughs> i think it, i think you've got a hit dj I, I, I like that. there um, well, anyway, DJ, all right, so enough John Wick talk. Uh, what, what the fuck oh, is I your, what are you working on, man? What's the thing you came to pitch? Listen, I'm making a comic book, finally, my own. And this is Not something you've wanted to do for a while. It's my own. What'd you say? This is something you've wanted to do for a while. You know, like, uh, uh, I've made some short films, and the problem with making your own shorts is you can only, uh, write what you can afford to shoot. And so a lot of my shorts are just people in a room talking at each other tersely. Yeah. Um, which is fine. But with a comic, I was really allowed to just do whatever the hell I wanted. So I went with the, just the craziest idea, the idea that I thought like this, this would only work as a comic book for me. You're like, hear me out. This guy's wife dies. <laughs> yeah. <him> a dog. <laughs> All right. It's called a dog's purpose. No. Uh, well, yeah. Tell us what the comic is about. What is it? The comic is called chaos theory, zombies versus dinosaurs. Okay. All right. I'm in. That's All right. It. That's, and that's exactly what I give you. I give you zombies versus dinosaurs. You guys, if you guys seen the Dawn of the dead remake. Yes. I enjoyed that a lot. All right, you know how at the end they're like, we're going to escape the zombies and sail away to a tropical island. What if that island was the Jurassic Park island? Oh, oh shit. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. My yeah, brain like just came. It, it's that kind of – that was the, that seed got planted in my brain, and I couldn't shake it, and so I just made a story out of it. So a bunch of zombie apocalypse is going on. A bunch of survivors are trying to escape the zombies, and one of them's a scientist, and she's like, I maybe my fellow scientist can help me – 
solve it. And he's working on a, on a project on this island. And the project is bringing dinosaurs back from extinction. And of course, there's somebody on the boat that didn't tell anybody that they were bitten. So the zombies are attacking. There's dinosaurs. It's just it's just wall to wall craziness. Uh, people are getting stepped on. Things are blowing up. Um, and there's just a little bit of there's just a little bit of heart thrown in for good measure. Oh sure. A bit of a, well, now you've got me in, interested. Yeah. So I so wasn't interested until you mentioned that, the heart. You can go to chaostheorycomic.com. So chaostheorycomic.com is where they can yes. go and help support your Kickstarter. Yeah, because making a comic is is a very expensive proposition. You got to pay your artists. I got to you got to pay printing fees so people can get their hands on it. And so it's kind of this is kind of a pay it forward situation. You people can contribute now and they will will get the comic, either a digital copy or a print copy signed by me. There's art prints from the artist. The cover is done by Tom Neely, who's really big in the indie comics world. He's done stuff like The Humans and The Blot and Henry and Glenn Forever. Uh, so you can get an art print signed by him. Um, yeah, a bunch of cool stuff like that. So you've got perks for people who donate their money. Yes. Yeah. What's like so the top the, perk? The hot perk, I for me, I think the the – the most appealing perk to me is the $50 one because you get a signed copy of the comic by me. You get an art print signed by Tom Neely. You get trading cards of the characters and creatures in the comic with backstory that I couldn't fit into the comic. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. You get a digital copy of the first draft of my script. So you can laugh at all my typos. (laughs) Yeah. There's just a bunch of stuff in that one. I, 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 that's my favorite. one. Well, that sounds like a good deal too. 50 bucks really isn't that much for all that cool stuff. Wasn't yeah. there something I where... tried, you know, that's the thing with these things. You got to try and figure out where the sweet spot is of what, when you're really giving people bang for their buck, you know, because you want to treat these people are supporting you. You want to treat them right. Yeah. yeah what right. were we going to say, Mike? I was going to say, wasn't there something where you were uh, drawing people or people could get drawn as a zombie? Yeah, we've only you can get you. I introduced a new perk this week um, where you can get drawn into the comic as a zombie. There's only two of those left. Um, so if you've ever wanted to be the monster in a monster movie, this is your shot. How much is that going to cost me drawn into the comic as a survivor? And there's only uh, as a, this us talking right now, there's only one of those left. What do I have to give you to make that happen for me personally, for to be drawn into as a zombie? Um, you it's 200 to be drawn as a survivor. It's 500. What if I wanted to be drawn as a dinosaur or a Jeep? Then you, then you, Mike, you can just ask me real nice, and I'll talk to my artist, and I'll make it happen. What if I want Wilford Brimley to be drawn in instead of me? You know what? That is a great point. You could just have anybody else you want drawn in there as well. What about if I just want me and Steve podcasting in the background <laughs> of the most dangerous scene, yeah. as we are right now? Let me, <laughs> I will. Let me talk to my artist. I'll see what I can make happen. Okay, thank you, DJ. What if I... Hello? Yep. Uh-huh. DJ, um, I'm very excited about your comic. I think it's really cool. Can Do we get to see a copy of it, or do you want to – can you send us a digital version of it for absolute free? Yes. Because I'm, I'm curious to check this out, and uh, maybe we can give you another little pushy-roo uh, on the podcast. I hope on, that at the a people from date. the podcast at the very least go check this out because you're a hardworking boy and you're a very nice boy and everything, all the drawings that I've seen so far and, and the story, I'm into the story and everything I've seen so far looks awesome. 
thank you. I really appreciate that. I lucked out. I got some people working with me on this project. They're way more talented than I am. That's the and, best case scenario. Uh, yeah, that's what you need. So, so I'm I, I put a lot of work into this, and I appreciate you guys. Let me talk about it with you. Of course, DJ. I'm really excited about it, and I hope it does well. Uh, good luck on that. And uh, are you where where are you at right now in your goal for the project? As of right now, we are over eighty percent. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. So we're doing really good. And and um and the cool thing is I'm already planning on some stretch goals where I can add extra things to the parks for people. I got some really exciting plans for that. And then the if the more we go over the goal, the better quality of the print run I can do with the comic, like better quality paper and stuff like that and um uh more perks and stuff like that. So so that gives me hope that we can raise more than my initial goal. And uh, this whole project can be just uh, top notch, you know? Well, DJ, uh, this sounds awesome. I want to say good luck to you. Um, and I also wanted to give you uh, a 40 horn salute uh, Thank you. for your comic. So if you just hang on just one second, I'm just going to get 40 horns out here for you. Okay, here we go. Please do. Go, man that's 40 oh well, did i miss is. one I, I, was, I, I was counting oh I was you were like, counting i second. missed one I, I think i felt a weak one in there that didn't give me uh so if even if it's a 41 then you get an extra and that's fine you could just send me the change uh, yes i will dj thank you for joining us mike you got anything else to say to dj at all yeah when are you uh when are you trying to oh am i there we go when are you trying to put it out dj uh may everybody should be getting their copies in may awesome I can't wait. Yeah. That's really cool, man. And do you f feel like you might take it to Comic-Con at all? or? I'm going to try. I'm going to try and take it to some conventions. I'm also going to try and uh, take it to some publishers um, to see if they want to do. The, the run people will be getting with this is exclusive to Kickstarter. That's that's where they're going to get this. Um, but, but maybe somebody out there, a publisher, will want to put out another another run of it. Oh, that's cool. uh, DJ, talk to me about talk to me about that specifically afterwards because I have an idea. It's just an yeah. idea. I don't know if I could help at all, but I have an idea. Oh, thank you. Yes, I will talk to you about it after. Great. Um, and also, I'm sure you know the artist alley at most conventions are like, you know, it's a little costly, but you could get yourself a booth and you could sell your book there and you can get people to come out. And, you know, it's a good way to kind of push your book as well at conventions. Yeah, I would love to do I would love to do some convention stuff just because that community is so cool, you know? <laughs> and me and Steve are going to be at Comic-Con most likely too. So when you draw us... Uh, into the comic we can yes. absolutely sit there and sign every copy if you'd like yes and i Thank hope you. that you draw i hope that either you draw or someone else draws mike and i kissing passionately there you go i'll make we'll make it happen i'm gonna give that a three horn all right dj well thanks for joining us man and you have a great excellent rest of your day editing videos about um Cock rings. Cock rings. There it is. Awesome. There it is. I will enjoy my day. You guys have a great rest of your podcast. Oh, thank you. And what was the website they can go to again to check that out? Chaostheory.com? Chaostheorycomic.com. Chaostheorycomic.com. All right. Well, guys, check that yeah. out if you want to see a sweet-ass comic about zombies and dinosaurs that our good pal DJ is working hard on. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, DJ. Have a good one, buddy. Yeah, take care. All right. Bye-bye.
It's a good boy, that yeah, teacher. Yeah, he's a sweet man, and uh, I hope he, I hope it works out for him. Have you seen the the pictures? Mm, yeah, I've seen out? some imagery, yeah, from his tweets and such. Imagine that having a comic. That must be Pretty so cool. cool. If yeah. all you love your whole life is comics, and you're you making your one? own comic, yeah, that's great. That's good shit. I, I see no difference between <clears throat> doing that and like, or like what Darren's doing with his music, or well, you know, one's anything. um like a comic book, and the other are songs. Uh, well, I don't want to split hairs. Um, so l- we're at a good point here to do a little history road. I would Let me love to throw my nerves. That's a good one. Breathe from the diaphragm. Um, I'm really excited to debut something here. Uh, that I didn't discuss with Mike. Uh, please. Uh, <laughs> the our very own Owen Carter made us a history road theme song what yeah when did this happen he did it like this week or last week one minute hold on one sec okay (laughs) okay yeah owen carter party starter party starter (laughs) made us a history road theme song i think that's true and this is it's dynamic banter debut are you ready i'm very ready and i think we should play it every time to start off dynamic banter i think it'd be great all right here it is history (laughs) history Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Owen, for that. Oh, uh, that's great! Isn't that wonderful? I'm a big fan of that. I'm a huge fan of it. I think it's great. Oh, boy. Um, I'm a fan is of. Is that when... a be- is that a bookend type situation? Do we? Play I think we should. Yeah. yeah, I think we should play it once more when we're done with it. Oh, um, terrific! I, I'm a big fan of when Owen does anything on his own without anyone asking him to. <laughs> when he goes to the bathroom. Um, lyric knockum. Sends us an email with the subject line, History Road, shout out slash story. Lyric? Lyric. That has to be a British person, right? Only you know, British I don't know. Name things it's like such lyric. a cool name, though. Lyric Knockham. It's a beautiful name. Let me blow my nose once more, please. Okay. It's, it's really dripping here. Now I've got a plugger. Listen, I hope... This is your last day of drippiness before I it starts to. Hope so. Do you do the saline solution at all? Yeah, you're talking about um, e- uh, not EpiPen. Um, <laughs> when you just neti pot, like, like a neti pot thing. An, um, you talking about just the stuff you just, just spray like into your nose? Different salts and water. Yeah, I think the, uh, there is a version of that that's called the neti pot. Sure. And uh, but that's when you like pour it into your nose. You pour it in your nose from a thing, and then it comes out this side. I think it only yeah. works if your nose isn't all plugged up, though. My nose is plugged up. Uh, I'm not big into the the neti pot. Uh, neti oh, you're not into or... spraying stuff into your nose, right? But it helped me so much when I was sick. Well, it clears your whole sinus shit up. I do have some stuff that I use that when my nose is super plugged up, that'll unplug it pretty quick. But mm-hmm. I, I went to a doctor about it recently and they were like, oh, no, don't don't use that stuff for more than like four days. Does it have anything other than salt and water in it? Uh, yes. That, yeah, that's where you get into a problem. Yeah. Because the, the stuff that I got from fucking Whole Foods, yeah. it's literally just like different salts and water. You can use it as many times as you want. Really? Spray it up there. Let it sit for like two minutes. Blow your nose. It like just declogs your your shit out. You're talking about holistics.
History. History. Lyric Knockham sends us this email. He says, hey, guys, my name is Lyric, pronounced like the actual word in the English language. And my friend anniversary with my best friend of five years now is coming up soon. So since we've recently moved away from each other. Uh, oof, here it goes. Oh, no. <laughs> oof. You all right? Uh, here. For college, <laughs> and we are both active listeners of Dynamic Banter. Love the podcast as well as everything else you guys do. Uh, thank you very much. I thank wanted to shout him out now. I won't say his name because this is about me, but he knows who he is. And I also wanted to tell the story about how we met because it's the greatest story of all time. That's sweet. We're about to hear about some friendship. Cut to Miss Vandermark's sophomore honors English class. It's unimportantly raining outside. I am way too stupid to be in this class, so most of the time I was silent, and he was too smart for the class, so he was annoyingly the exact opposite. Uh, before class started, I was talking to my friend Stephanie about a homework assignment, and what was he? And what was he doing? Standing on a desk while his friends tried to push him off. <laughs> Suddenly, when he was pulling his hand back from his friend, his elbow went bam right into my bottom lip immediately swelling my already gigantic lip. That's a meat cute. It's a humble brag for gigantic lips. Now, growing up where I did, when someone you don't know hits you, that's an immediate <laughs> invitation to throw hands. So I was ready to fight, but Stephanie had graciously told me to wait at least until I went to the nurse to aid my bleeding lip. I was sitting in the nurse's office waiting to be allowed to leave so I could go back and give him a matching bruise when suddenly he came in with my pass back to class and then proceeded to apologize for the next 10 minutes. We started talking that day, and now he has been my best friend for five years, and I wouldn't trade him or that story for anything. Anyway, all this sentimental aside, all this sentiment aside, just wanted to say thanks to my friend Damon for five years of sheer fuckery and that I hope he doesn't fail out of college without me there to hold him accountable. <laughs> thanks, you guys. If you choose to read my story, really... Oh, thanks, you guys, if you choose to read my story. Really, really love what you do. Sincerely, <laughs> Lyric. What a sweet story, Lyric. That is very sweet. Happy five-year anniversary to you, Lyric, and... You couldn't mention your friend's name once. Damon. He said it. He said <laughs> Damon. He mentioned it once. I say we do a 80-horn honk... Eight. 80. Can we talk about this? For Lyric and Damon. Is there any... Oh. Uh. And that, okay. That's an 80 horn honk for five years of friendship. We got to talk about that. It should that. have been 50. Let's go ahead and do that. Instead. Well, Steve, I'm going <laughs> to. Uh. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for that history road. <laughs> we got to discuss the horn. <laughs> history. History.
My neighbors hate me. Some person just thinks there's a ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they think I'm rehearsing for my clown uh, routine. <laughs> my clown situation. My clown stuff. Uh, Mike, we did it, man. We're back. We've heard, we're back. We're again. back. All we're back is for well. the 18th time. All is well. <laughs> yeah, man. All is well. Uh, I, I thank your lovely wife, Zoya, for filling in last week. It was a very great, it was gracious her pleasure, her. probably. Um, and I'm glad we're back in in, in a. In the seats together. Yeah, man. Let's do some fun stuff next week. Let's do some real fun stuff next week. Yeah. We're going to... This... I feel something changing. Yeah. The winds of change are upon us. Yeah. And some of it was foreseen and some of it's not foreseen, but I think nothing but good stuff is going to come out of it. And I'm, I'm very much... I went home for like two, three days. I'm very much recharged and I want to try... A lot of stuff. Awesome, I dude. Have a lot of fun. Me too. I've got a lot of stuff coming up on the horizon as well that I'm very excited about, and I can't wait to include you and my other funny pals, and let's just get to work and do shit until we die. Hey, and then after that, let's stay dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. If you would like to send us a history road of your own design, you can do so by sending it to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. That's it. I expected that to be longer for a second. Don't. Don't. You can also tweet at us at Dynamic Banter if you'd like to tweet at us some funny things. And I think you could still pre-order our shirts, right? Yeah. And they'll be going out relatively soon, I think. That's awesome. I can't wait. What, what, where can uh, they you could either go to, I think it's dynamicbanter.clothing or you can go to mikefalzone.com and then there's a button that says dynamic banter. There we go. That'll take you right to the shirt. And guys, stay tuned for more t-shirt designs and potentially pins yes. coming up. And uh, 2017 is going to be all right. Despite a lot of bullshit going on, I think we will still carry on and still try to make you guys laugh through these dark, dark times. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for listening, and Mike, thank you once again. You know what they say, don't let some old white man affect your happiness. I love that saying. Who said it? My mom. Einstein. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.